morning, everyone. Um, I guess we'll uh, start with the oldest one on the ministry, uh, on the worship ministry. I've been uh, with this uh, worship ministry on, um, mostly on and off uh, for the last 20-something years. If you remember back then, uh, we did not have all these newfangled technology. We had um, uh, Wayne and I and maybe Tommy, uh, just a few of us only on the worship team, just those piano and voice, and the flipper. Um, if you remember that someone had to do the projection, the overhead projection, and it was by manually flipping between over, uh, transparencies, and we actually had to write them out beforehand too. So uh, that was that's how long ago we started. Um, I started with this worship ministry. Um, how did I get into this? Was because uh, music has always spoken to my heart, my 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 soul. And I think, I don't know what it is um, about music. Uh, I think it speaks to a lot of people too. Um, whether uh, you play an instrument, whether you sing or not, if you, even if you don't sing, it still speaks to you. And um, so that's, that's how I got involved because it, it spoke to me. And uh, especially when the music is uh, set with words uh, of inspiration from God, uh, from the scriptures, and uh, it, it speaks even more to, to your heart and soul. And um, so that's how I got started. What did I learn from uh, all these years? Uh, two things, I guess. Um, one is being part of uh, a, a band, a, a team. You, you actually achieve more than by yourself. And that is the same, too, with uh, being part of a, a, a member of a church. Just like the, um, the eye needs the toe. Uh, the, a member of a church, uh, you know, a, a secretary uh, or, a, or a janitor needs, uh, you know, the, the, um, the singer or the opposite, the other way around. Uh, the pastor needs the, uh, the janitor, uh, so does the eye needs the toe. And so in music um, team, we even, um, you know, uh, a pianist or a guitar still needs uh, AV. And we all need each other. And uh, that's how we can produce the, uh, not produce, but make the music uh, worthy of praise and worship. And um, the other thing is, coming up here to talk about praise and worship, I had to look up the definition of praise and worship. And uh, so I quickly did it last night, and um, I had to know the difference. And um, praise is really uh, adoration. It's thanking God for uh, His goodness. His uh, his uh, promises, his uh, his grace, uh, whether you know uh, we we need it or not, uh, he he provides that grace, and his salvation. It's thanking God for all his goodness, and his promises, um, and worship is uh, comes uh, deeper than that. It requires us to surrender um, our whole being, our our control. Um, so, so when we come up here to do praise and worship and prepare uh, to help lead uh, the congregation, we, um, we do not take it lightly because uh, we do not want to get in the way of both of these elements uh, of praise and worship um, because we want to bring everyone, including ourselves, uh, closer, closer to uh, this uh, praise and this relationship, this worship relationship with God. So uh, those are the few things that I learned from those many years. Thank you. And uh, we continue our series of sharing.
I invite John and Ben to come up. Hi, I'm Ben. Um, so I, I play the drums on the worship team, and I was just thinking about what to share yesterday, so I thought I'd talk about how I joined the worship ministries initially, and and it's actually kind of a funny story. I I was taking drum lessons, and I think I was like grade 7 or 8, and I was at Tom Lee at that time taking drum lessons, and then I came out of my lessons, and, and Johnny Lowe was there, like shopping for his own stuff. And so he saw me, and oh, Johnny Lowe's the old youth pastor, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, and so he saw me, and then from that day on, like, he would always bug me about joining worship ministries. And he'd always be like, hey, Ben, you ready to, like, you know, play drums for the worship team? And I'd always say no, because um, I, I was actually very, um, I had really bad stage fright, and I, you know, I still sort of do. And so it was kind of ironic that I chose to play the drums, which is, you know, the most obnoxious instrument, where you're, like, hitting stuff and making a lot of noise. And I think at the time when I started learning to play, I had never thought or expected that I would, um, you know, play in a band or play with other people. I thought, you know, it's kind of like piano, where you learn to play piano and you, you only ever play by yourself. And so that was kind of my intention joining. And, and, you know, it's funny how God works, but somehow I agreed to Johnny Lowe's um, nagging, I guess. And and then I, I joined worship ministries, and that's been like 10 years now. Um, and what I enjoy the most about worship ministries is um, learning to play music um, with a bunch of believers for one one purpose and just getting to know each other um, like through playing with them and even through the discussions that we have at, at worship practice. So um, before worship practice, we always have something called the circle of love and essentially it's like fellowship time where we talk about a, a passage or um, um, an article that, that we read beforehand and oftentimes for, for our team at least our, our sharing time at the beginning would last longer than the practice itself and so that's been really enjoyable just fellowshipping with other people and, and fellowshipping with people that I otherwise would not have come into contact with because um, in worship ministries, we have people that are young and a little bit older and my age, and so there's kind of a good mix of people to to um, to play with and work with, and so that's kind of been my most uh, uh, my favorite part of worship ministries. Okay, yeah, I'm John. Uh, so I started a little bit later than Ben did. I started about five years ago in 2014. Uh, I guess for myself, like I grew up doing classical like many of us doing piano lessons and all that. but I And I knew that some of my friends that were my own age, like Ben or Matt or Jacqueline, they were on the worship team and they were having a great time doing that, at least from what I remember. It looked like fun. But I was always a little bit scared myself to, to join into that. And I think I, on, I started thinking about it maybe in 2013, so like in grade 12, and I hummed and hawed over it for literally like a year. I was like, maybe I'll join. Maybe I'll send Willis or Winsome the email, and I'm like, no, no, it's okay, I don't need to. So I did that for a long time. Uh, and I think I, initially it is because there was a lot of like stage fright, like Ben was saying, a lot of maybe self-doubt, a lot of nerves as well. I didn't know what to expect going on the worship team, 
And I, a lot of it was maybe I wasn't sure about if I was, quote unquote, good enough to play. Uh, but then I eventually sent the email and like I got put on a team and I committed to that. And I'm learning and I'm continuing to learn that it's never about how good I am. It's about how good God is and how he can use me in whatever way that he sees fit. So it's been a good exercise over the years to see that God is continuing to do that, not just in worship ministry, but in all parts of my life. So even when I don't feel like I'm good enough, like he's always like, you are good enough. I like, I'll help you through that. So uh, since joining the worship ministry, you know, Ben's brought up a lot of the points that I wanted to say, so I'll keep this pretty quick. Uh, so number one, yes, fellowship and sharing as a, as a team. So that's, yeah, like Ben said, honestly, like he said it all. <laughs> Uh, another fun thing that I got to do is learn another type of piano style. So, like playing, I grew up doing a like classical piano. I played on a jazz band, but uh, the worship setting is totally different. And I think it's a lot of fun to, yeah, play with believers and play with a one single purpose that you guys are all striving for, which is to glorify God and lead the congregation in worship. And finally, the worship ministries uh, opened a lot of like really great opportunities to go on really fun, like cool conferences. So last year we went to Breakforth in Edmonton, which was a really enriching weekend, and the teaching was really good there, as well as the worship. And in years past, we've also gone to conferences here, such as Worship Central. So yeah, worship ministry has been a really good time, and just another great way to serve God with my life. Thanks. Hi. So I'm Natalie, and I'm going to share about my worship experience. So the first time I ever worshipped was when I was in preschool, and we were doing this Sunday Christmas service. And, you know, I was singing for Vancouver Chinese Presbyterian Church. <coughs> and then during rehearsals, you know, we were practicing really hard, right? So I was playing, like, that shaker thing, and I was shaking it, like, really hard, and then I dropped it <coughs> in front of everyone, like, including the principal. And then the principal, like... She was so mad. She just looked at me in such disappointment. And then when my mom came to pick me up, she told me, practice with her at home and make sure she does not drop it during the actual thing. So, you know, I practiced and I did good. Um, The first time I worshipped in VCBC was when I joined PTG. And, yeah, I just sang, did action. I learned. Um... And I also did, like, Elam Fellowship. Um, Out of all the things I just said, they were all, when I was worshiping back then, I didn't know what it meant. I just sang about this God who loves us, and I didn't feel the connection between, like, worship and that. That was as, like, when I took more opportunities and did more, I started thinking more on why am I doing this. That's like the same time I was deciding to go to SYC or not. So I was struggling to go because no one from my age that was a girl were going. And then, you know, at the end, like, I went because I already paid. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay. So when I first got there, my cabin, I was the only youth. Yeah, it was just me and two leaders. Kind of, kind of sad, but it's okay. But everybody was like really nice, though. So yeah. Um, 
on like the first full day of SIC, we did, there was this talk about how your story is connected to your life and then, you know, every chapter of your story is something that you can change. And then we had my first hog time and then my first worship at SIC. It felt different from the other ones because I actually knew what I was like singing about, I guess. Like, it was just different. I felt something. And then, yeah, at the end of SYC, um, I knew that was when I first worshipped, like, truly, because I knew what every song meant, and, yeah, I felt the connection. Okay. Okay, um, after that, I started taking, like, more opportunities, like, willingly, and not just because, oh, I just got to do this, but I actually wanted to do it, and I started helping out with VBS and Stay Out, and, like, during fellowship, it was a lot more different. Like, I could feel this feeling and connection. It's hard to explain, but, yeah. And I... I after um, someone borrowed me this book, and it, it was about worship, and it defined what worship was. The book said, um, Worship is the act and attitude of wholeheartedly giving yourself to God through spirit, soul, mind, and body. And I totally agree with that, because it, that feeling was wholeheartedly giving yourself to God, and like you're being vulnerable for him. Yeah, so I've grown a lot from when I was in preschool to now, but I still have, like, questions, and I don't know all the details yet. Like, for example, if my heart is always in the right place or not whenever I worship. But hopefully, I'll learn that next chapter of my life. Thanks. Thank you, Natalie, and thank you to Ray and John and Ben for sharing earlier. Hi. Um, so if you don't know me, my name is Mike, um, and as of a few weeks ago, I am the worship ministry head for at least the next two years. Um, and if you don't know what worship ministry is, uh, we are just one of six different ministries here at VCBC. Um and when I look at our different ministries, um, I'm reminded of what Paul says to the church in Corinth about how we're all part of one body, because in each one of the ministries is a part of every other ministry. And if you take away a part, there's a noticeable absence. Um, so what we do, aside from playing the music and standing up here um, that you hear every week, um, what we do actually involves quite a lot of planning and administrative work with the pastoral team and uh, other ministries as well. We work quite closely with the pastoral team in particular so that the worship service is biblical and hopefully relevant to the sermon um, for each week. We also assist in the planning of services for, say, Advent and Easter, um, the Christmas service, uh, special events um, such as anniversaries like the one coming up, 
um, summer conference and uh, community life events like barbecues and uh, get-togethers. <coughs> and as um, you might have noticed, some of our worship ministry members are also involved with worship in uh, EDGE or children's ministry. So in the context of our church mission, um, we, we're we involved with pretty much every part of it, uh, outreach, prayer, unity, uh, discipleship, and the empowering future generations. Our vision and our mission as a ministry is that we can invite you uh, and lead you, the congregation, uh, to freely give praise and worship to God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Uh, in the last couple of years, we've also been uh, putting more effort into working on raising up the next group of worshipers and leaders, um, both through discipleship and training opportunities. Um, we've held workshops here for uh, various instruments, um, and we've sent people to break forth and um, worship central conferences. Because as much as our current team, we love serving uh, in this capacity. Uh, we're also very aware that um, our life circumstances can change very quickly, um, even uh, from year to year or even even quicker than that. Um, so we recognize the importance that it's good to have people who are ready to step up and step out if they need to. Um, so this is the part where I uh, do a little bit of a spiel and ask for people to join. But I do want to encourage you, uh, those of you who do have a passion for music, a passion for God, uh, to think and pray about serving in worship ministry. Um, and if you're interested, or even if you just have questions, um, please feel free to contact me or any of the other leaders that you see, um, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, so we've heard from a few different people today about their journeys, and um, I've I've been with worship ministry for 10 years, and my story is not too much different. Um, and if you're kind of on the fence because you, know, you don't really know why it is that um, you have this passion, um, when I when I started, I also didn't really know why I wanted to serve. Um, I knew that I had talent and that I couldn't run away from piano anymore. Um, and over the years, as I played on different teams and in different roles, and eventually coming to where I am now, um, I realized that why I serve is because I have, I love music and I love God and uh, it just makes sense to have those joined together um, and it'd be a waste of the talents that God has given me if I just let that sit and um, if I don't use those. Um, and I remember once I, f I was having a conversation with a friend uh, who wanted some advice for a youth who was interested in leading worship at their church. And one thing I said was that serving the Lord with music and worship is where your heart and your musical talent meet. And um, heart is also is 
both a heart for God and a heart for people, his people. Um, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, If I speak with the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Um, and as a ministry, I think we strive to be just more than a resounding gong um, or a clanging cymbal. We strive to be more than just a karaoke service, but we strive to lead you and um, everyone here in a worship that is fulfilling and um, holy. Um, so as we end our service, I'm going to invite my team to come back up. Uh, we're going to end our so- service with a few more songs. So I invite you, if you can, um, to stand. And um, as Wigwan has alluded to, we're, we're doing the heart of worship. But I always found this song to be a, a little bit ironic because it speaks about how God isn't really looking for songs um, or just songs. But the message in the lyrics is clear. He's looking at our hearts. And there are songs that should be a reflection of what's important to us, should be focused solely on him our creator God. So as we sing, I pray that we would be reminded of this. Um, So let's pray. God, um, we thank you again for this time that we can uh, can share. Um, We can share with each other. We can gather together. Um, We thank you for your abundant grace for us. And God, help us to remember that in everything we do as servants of your kingdom, that we do it with love for you and your people. Help us to continually seek justice, love mercy, and to walk humbly with you. God, we give you praise and we worship your name. Um, You're great and you're mighty, and we worship you because of your gift of life through your Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I invite you to stand.